Hi, folks. This is Mike Callahan. Uh, welcome back. Hope you're enjoying our, our podcast. Um, I know we've got a lot of topics out there that uh, hopefully you're enjoying and, and listening to. Today, we've got a, got a great guest. His name is Richard Battle. Richard's a business executive and, and business consultant. I've had the privilege of meeting him at, uh, at AKSI conventions and activities, so he's very active with, uh, in the community and with AKSI. And he's the author of, listen to this, six books, and he's working on his seventh book. So that's that, and the first one, I think, was 30 years ago when he, when he wrote that first one. So he's, he's got a wealth of information and, and experience, and I was really thrilled when he uh, agreed to participate in an interview. So I'll turn it over to, to, to Richard. Richard, take it away. Mike, first thing, we appreciate the opportunity to be with you, and we're so glad for the podcast and the programming that you're doing to try to help returning veterans uh, come back into the civilian life. And uh, first, I want to thank each of them for their service. Uh, there are so many millions of us out there that appreciate what you do to help us continue to enjoy our freedom. And it's my pleasure to be on here and try to share some of my life experiences that might help you return and be successful in whatever venture you go into next. So Richard, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, Mike, I'm a corporate executive, spent 40 plus years in the corporate world, uh, left a couple of years ago, and now I focus exclusively as an author, speaker, and business advisor. And I'm blessed to be able to do things that I want to do and discovered the joy in being able to reinvent myself and to decide what I wanted to do and then be able to actively pursue those dreams and trying to help others. That's wonderful. That's, that's, really, that's really kind of what we're all at is that, is that dream to be able to help others and do it in a way that we want to, we want to be able to do that. What, um, what suggestions do you have? What thoughts do you have uh, for veterans and or returning citizens? What, what are some of the things they should be thinking about? Well, I know one of your, your first principle is to have the entrepreneurial spirit. And in my business career, I had that and was always doing other things in volunteerism, uh, writing the first book years ago, uh, doing other things. And, and in the corporate world, I had an entrepreneurial spirit where I visualized myself working for myself, even though I was in a corporate life. And this is something that I think each person, regardless of what you're doing, if you'll visualize yourself always working for yourself, even if you're employed by a company and they're giving you a paycheck, you'll always deliver a better service internally and externally to whatever customers you're dealing with. So that entrepreneurial spirit uh, is there and it will, it will refresh your mind, it will increase your creativity, and it will give you a purpose for whatever activity you're doing beyond whatever your corporate or business role is for your employer. Let me ask you a question about that. Um, how, are there things that you've done explicitly to help reinforce that way of thinking in your own, in your own mind? What, what do you do to, to develop that entrepreneurial spirit more, more, uh, more intensely? Well, I think, and of course, the trap to avoid is thinking of working on a time basis where you're exchanging time for money. And at five o'clock, for example, you go home. The entrepreneurial spirit, you're always thinking, you're always trying to figure out what can I do to improve myself. Uh, having a mindset, your mind will continue to grow, you'll continue to learn, continue to look for opportunities 
to improve yourself in the life is much more fulfilling and enriched in that vein than it is just trading time for really good point to be engaged and, and to bring 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 your a game bring your value and and uh, it, it leads to understanding your value and understanding what value you can bring and how do you improve that value and if you're not bringing value you got to change all that kind of stuff and you're not waiting for somebody else to give you permission to to do it yes and i think that if especially if you have a veteran audience where they're retiring and going to have military retirement uh, it's a great opportunity to sit back figure out what do I want to do? Uh, what mission, use a military term, what mission do I have in life? And if you have a little financial uh, cushion with retirement pay, it gives you that opportunity to do that and work in an environment that you enjoy much better than an environment that you work in out of necessity. And this is the time to redo that. And the sky's the limit. In, in our country, we're blessed where people can choose to do whatever they want to do, work without whatever hours they want to work, uh, impact whoever they want to impact, change tomorrow if they decide something different is more important to them. We're so blessed. And uh, just to step back and take advantage of that and find something that each individual wants to do is, is so great and so appreciative for that. Yeah, I really appreciate what you're saying. And that is really the spirit of this whole podcast and encouraging people to take that because when you, especially when I came out of the military, I mean, you're used to following orders. You, you're told to do yes. things and, and we're really encouraging people not, you don't, this is not about following orders anymore. This is about figuring out where you, your life's path, where you want to be going, taking control of it. And it's scary. And it's, you know, that's another thing I think we want to talk about a little bit. So Richard, uh, what are your thoughts about taking orders? Do you have any experience in that, uh, in that realm? Well, I know the military is, is big on discipline and taking orders. But one of the things I like about the United States military versus other countries, and the example I'll use in, is Germany in World War II. Uh, the Germans after D-Day had to wait many hours for Hitler to wake up to reorder a panzer division to try to head to Normandy. And no one below Hitler would make that order because they were so disciplined in the following order. In contrast that with the U.S. Army, uh, there was a major problem with the hedgerows uh, behind the beaches in Normandy. A lot of soldiers lost their lives there. And did the soldiers wait for Eisenhower to come up with a solution to that problem? No. A technical sergeant came up with the idea of a plow-like device that they put on the front of the tanks. And that was what they used to conquer the hedgerows and be able to break out from the hedgerow country in Normandy. That sergeant's initiative, and that's one thing in the U.S., in spite of the discipline of taking orders, we take initiative. And in the business environment, most companies celebrate someone that takes initiative and finds the way to communicate that to help companies further their success. And so I encourage people, be take the initiative, uh, be thinking, come up with ideas that will help. Use your experience, your discipline, your loyalty uh, to help companies and take the initiative. That's great. That's also some great advice. Um, so taking the initiative and, and doing these things does create anxiety though, because it's different. You're changing your behavior. Yes. I mean, especially if you've been in, even if you've been in for four years, but if you've been in for 20 years, you've been, do, you've learned how to do things. And, and now we're really saying, okay, we're flipping everything upside down for it. What are your thoughts about dealing with change and how to deal with change? How to, 
how to survive that. Well, and I, I think it's important to find an organ. If you want to get into an organization, find an organization that will encourage uh, growth and not be a command and control organization that stifles your creativity and initiative. But to me, change is happening more and more rapidly all the time. It is the only constant. Uh, I tried to hold up, thinking we were on video, a slide rule. And when I speak, I use that as an example because no one under 40 knows what it is. But my answer to them is it was my computer in college because computers were not available. And yet here we are some years later where you have to have computer skills and people change is coming and we have to recognize it as early as possible. Uh, and then uh, we have to adapt to it. Now I had a sales rep, I had a couple of sales reps years ago, one in Atlanta and one in Charlotte. And we had a business that changed about every 90 days. And my sales rep in Atlanta would anticipate those changes faster than the sales rep in Charlotte. He would recognize the changes in the market faster and he would adapt faster. And he was much more successful, more consistently because of that. The sales rep in Charlotte, he was slower to anticipate change. He recognized it more slowly and adapted more slowly. And his performance was up and down because he was not as responsive. And so we have to anticipate change in everything we're doing. And then when we see it, we have to recognize it as early as possible. And then we have to adapt to it uh, as we go. And again, that's the only constant in life is change and it's coming more and more rapidly all the time, especially in technology. Yeah, I really appreciate what you're saying there in terms of you, you, you see the change, you got to survive the short term, you gotta, we got to handle immediately. But the quicker you can adapt, and that's where you're able to take advantage of the change. If you lock down and don't adapt and just focus on surviving, you're not able to, to take advantage of the change. And, yeah. and you're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's all the time. And it's, it's fun to look back and think about some of the technologies that we used you know, 20, 30 years ago and how obsolete those things are. But at the time, that was, that was pretty cool stuff. And it continues to, to change rapidly, which is yeah. the nature of it. I'll give you another example. Nick Saban, Alabama football coach, during the quarantine time, came out and said that he was using that time to learn how to computer. <laughs> and I had to laugh thinking about how he's lived with other people using a computer and then communicating to him the old way. Right. And uh, there may be people coming out of the military that have not used technology, and it can be it can cause fear, but there are so many people out there that can help and are willing to help people learn. And we can't be afraid of that. We have to learn and adapt to it. And it can be very helpful to us in whatever endeavor. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even the recent the COVID-19 activity that we're living through right now, we're all adapting to the technology. And, and just like you and I are meeting in two different places, we're not together but we're able to take advantage of technology to facilitate our, our dialogue here, which is really cool. Actually. Yeah, and I believe there's two types of people going through this uh, COVID situation right now. The first group is sitting home, watch, binge watching TV, eating, drinking alcohol, and wondering when it's going to be over, when they can come out of their hole, so to speak. And the other group is looking for opportunities they're educating themselves, they're learning new skills, they're taking advantage of the time, trying to figure out when this is over, 
what's going to be there in the world that I can be successful at. And when this is over, they're going to leapfrog everyone that's been hold up, so to speak. And the people that are hold up are going to wonder what happened? How did these people jump over me and get ahead of me? Because they've taken advantage of this time and not let this time imprison imprison them from a mental standpoint. Right. And uh, mm-hmm. it's very important to take advantage of the situation, regardless of what it may appear like on the surface. Absolutely. Well, listen, it was great talking to you today. Um, are there any other final thoughts that you that you might have before we, we cut this off? Well, I want to encourage each of the vets again to overcome the pigeonhole view that people may have of you. Regardless of how long you've served, people see you one way. And they'll have a hard time seeing you do, doing something outside of the picture they have. Don't let that deter you. If you want to do something, regardless of what it is, go for it. And their view of you will expand as you demonstrate your capabilities beyond what their viewpoint of you is. Good, good advice. Take, take control. It's, it's yours to own and your life and be, be empowered. You can do whatever you want to do. And I encourage you to go for it. And, uh, Failure's not final. Just keep overcoming like you've learned to do in the military and uh, just have fun and enjoy and pursue your happiness. Great. Hey, uh, I, I wanted to mention also that uh, we'll put the link to your website on the write-up that goes with this podcast. So if anyone wants to learn more about you or your books or any of the activity, they'll be able to find that information on the link. At, uh, in, on the podcast. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate the opportunity to be with you today. Well, thanks again for, for spending some time with us. It was, it was fun uh, chatting with you, and uh, I'm sure we'll continue to stay in touch. Take care. Have a good Thank day. You,